Good morning. Ask the Lord to keep the smoke at bay a little bit. Settling out some. Lord, we thank you for this morning to gather, Lord. Come before your presence, Father. Thank you for your goodness to us, Lord. Ask you, Lord, that you would guide us today, Lord, that you would speak. Lord, that you would feed us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are always faithful, Lord. We open our hearts and our minds, Lord, to hear from you this morning, Lord. Amen. Amen. It's good to come prepared. And if you haven't, it's not too late to say, Lord, uh, help us today. There's one thing that you can count on is that we need help. And the second thing, most important thing you can count is that God is more than able and willing to help his people. So we come before him today and say, Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Amen. Let's gather. From the ends of the
Well, I get to see Bobby here at home. That's nice. And uh, Bobby, I just have to make a confession. Anybody coming here has to work of some kind, different kind of work. So uh, we want you fully engaged. I, I've heard good things. You're still alive. <laughs> he said. He told me he was still alive, and I said, well, me too, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, here's the question, and I want it to come from you. Um, years back, uh, and you've heard, I've told you this story, I had real uh, progress by telling someone uh, I don't like you very much and you can't stand me. It was a ministry that I felt, if someone said, well, what, what have you seen in your life and your ministry that, that had a traction of going forward? And it was just that. I said, I have never liked you much and you can't stand me. Uh, and then I said, I put my arms around the person and he, it was like, have you ever hugged, you know, a, a very scared lady and they, they don't know where you're going to hug? Well, it was kind of like that, but eventually I said, but we do not have that right. And since that time, and of course the history, you don't need to know details, but that's true all around the room. There's so much theater in here, we could go on stage with the pretense that we've had to do in covering ourselves. And God is into uh, stripping away theater and pretense. I got a couple of, maybe we could go upstairs and the rest of them could sit down here and talk about old times. Uh, but I want to ask this, and I want it to come from you. Bobby's here and fill his ears with the truth because we know in this process that um, God is destroying the self-love. His orientation is uh, get over it. <laughs> it's been, a, you've carved your initials on too many trees. You've sent yourself too many valentines and it's hard to get your arms around yourself, but you've tried. And uh, it's embarrassing as hell because that's what it is. We really don't believe we are born from above. So let's do this this morning as carefully and as honestly as we can. Uh, and what are we doing here? What's, be, what's doing here? What is going on? at this place. Now, I'm gonna, so I'm not dishonest, because I, you know, my goodness, sometimes you just have to pretend. You know, there's a place for theater, with little children, with sick neurotics, with individuals who are so overwhelmed in love with whatever they're doing. There's a place for theater. There's a place for scheduling a, um, God help me to say this in the right way. Is that okay? You know, and you have to sometimes. Sometimes you just don't feel like telling people what is on your heart. So you say, you know, I mean the most asinine thing going is, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, and at least Bobby was honest this morning. He said he's still alive. And, I, if I'd have really been honest, and I said, barely, you look, you look tired. I almost died coming up to him. I mean, he doesn't want to hear my problems, and I'm not thrilled about years of his. I know something, okay? And we're going to be together forever. I, I know I love him. I don't have any trouble saying he's a wonderful friend, okay? And he loves God. And, but he's extraordinarily... 
uh, I would say Switzerland. Not in a fight. He's one of the meanest little characters I've known personally. And we don't need to get into that. that you can ask him yourself. But he was a soccer player. Very, very, uh, he doesn't take a lot of nonsense. He'll, ta he'll take more nonsense than any of you and me. But uh, <laughs> there comes a time when he just roars back and is a nasty little scop. <laughs> really, I'm telling you, he is. <laughs> okay. What are we doing here? Talk to me. What's going on in your life, whether it's good, bad, ugly, or positive? What's happening in your relationship, living here, walking, Okay, somebody take notes, that's good stuff. And that's what John the Baptist said when he <coughs> saw Christ. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the pride of the world. Okay? Father John, the other day, A little louder so everybody can hear. Father John mentioned uh, dealing with secrets and things deep in our heart. And, and the deep is calling upon the Yeah. Okay, well, maybe somebody would like to define the solid ground. I mean, what do you know, what do you know when you hit solid ground? Because really, the, the charismatic merry-go-round we've been on is boring. Not in the early stages. When I knew the Holy Spirit, when I began to speak in tongues, when I sang real early, I uh, <laughs> can't imagine doing it now, but... Um, only when I'm by myself and a couple of people. But uh, this, the early things, the, the absolute uh, factors of charismatica, we've done well with. We loved it. And some people want to stay on that calliope, on that carousel, and they get dizzy and dizzy and dizzy, and they get comfortable. And some people can even get a callus on a soft couch. Okay? You sit long enough, you'll get a gallus. And, if you, and I'm saying it's boring because God's always after more, would you say? Yes. Okay. T. Austin Sparks said it really well in the devotion from uh, this morning. Mm -hmm. um, talking about brokenness in the cross. The strength of, uh, I'm talking about the brokenness of selfhood. The strength of self that holds its position, holds the ground that will not let go. That is the kind of brokenness. This self-strength, whether it's intellectual or mental or whether it be emotional or whether it be the will, the strength of the natural life has to go, has to be broken as truly as the sinew of Jacob's thigh had yeah. been touched and withered. Yeah. Um. Also, on the other side of that, he's on another, on, that, was, uh, that was probably day by day, but on open windows, maybe not, I don't know. Go ahead, Mr. Greer, take over. First of all, it's wonderful to be home and be with all of you, especially be in our worship service. Philemon says that the communication of thy faith may become effectual 
by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. And I just want to say, I heard a most wonderful thing about you. And it wasn't about us, because we weren't here. <laughs> Eric Bell commented on the youth camp. And Diana let me know the thing, so if I don't say it correctly, help me make it right. But he said the thing that touched him the most was at every place and every turn, you poured out and were like Christ to him. And he was impressed by the outpouring of love and care from every single one of you, whether wherever you were. And that touched me, and I want to acknowledge that. Thank you. Okay. It, it, this is a vital point in, in this sense, and tell me why. Why is it important for you to see uh, the good things inside? Yeah, and you've got the goods on you. You're uglier as all outdoors if you look at your past. You look at how you got here. I mean, it's embarrassing. And God does not mind us really categorizing our terrible, terrible swim and the swell of our vomit and filthy joy. He wants us to know that. That's why I tell people, go ahead and go to hell. You'll get out. If you were born again, he'll get you out. You don't have to stay there. Once he buys you, you're his. Uh, you don't grow. You can take 15 or 20 years just standing in place getting information like some of us have. It's embarrassing. Uh, what, you, what is your biggest problem? Too much love for information, not enough love for the mystery of God breathing on me. Well, we, even in our bundling, even on the charismatic merry-go-round, we do a few things. God is, hasn't left us desperately. But he wants us circling and circling. But in Hebrews 6, it says, leaving those things behind. And some of them, man, they grip. You know, don't take me off this wooden horse. I love it. I love the music. It's, I'm content here. So, but there is wonderful things that take place in the birthing. And I think that's what Philemon, by the way, Philemon, I've said this before, there's no better treatise in the, in the Greek than his, uh, his presentation of uh, the, the, the appeal. It's the highest level of, of uh, salesmanship and um, um, I, I want to say evangelism. I mean, he was, a, he was prophesying to that nasty leader who was going to get even. <laughs> and I, I, I'm going to go read. I've got some things that are, you know, need to be done. I want to go read it again because he's so good in his arguments. And, and, and it has to be the genius of the Holy Spirit. Christ. That's yeah, whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I came into Christ, there were certain words I said, no more. And then I said them on the Oh, I said it. I said that terrible word. I uh, shouldn't say it. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, uh, wonderful things happen. You have an argument with someone. I ah, you don't know what you're talking about. You walk away and you get about five feet and you say, I'm the jerk. You go home. Mr. Jerky, and maybe the next day you'll say, gee, Pam, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. I thought you were a little ugly too, but you know. Uh, 
So the Holy Spirit wakes you up to the dimension of godliness. You're there. You're there. Let's go. Keep coming. And, 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 and Mr. Keller said a good thing. The devil has an encyclopedia on my problems. And occasionally he'll flash me with something that was 30 years ago. You know? And so I have to live in... Yes, those things are there. Yes, they're there. But that's not my fix. I'm fixed on what the Holy Spirit has done. You know? Because we have beheld His mercy and grace. You know? We have tasted of the one who tasted death for all, and we know we're not going to die. Uh, that doesn't mean we can drive crazy, you know. And if, uh, if Bobby did tell you that you have an access to the spirit of truth, that God is not going to immediately come from the center, no matter if you think you're a five-star hotel guy, he's not your servant, you're his servant. And because of that, he, he delays. Would you say? Does, does the devil, and I wanted to say this, I, I've had the devil scripting me. The, the devil's given me his script. Anybody else know what that is about? Like giving you plans, giving you thoughts regarding people or circumstances. Have you had that experience? Okay, what do you do with it? <laughs> if you're sensitive, you wait and pray it through. But I'm fairly sure of the areas where I'm not at the sensitive, caring uh, help that God can give. I know those places. And if anybody is there, don't allow the devil to script you. You're already made perfect. Now you just start walking to see if you believe it. <laughs> if you, because you're living evidence proving the will of God. That's who you are. Evidence. An argument for that God is the, the maker of the world. And he's not going to come down until he has uh, <laughs> uh, two or three. He's got a bunch on the other side. Okay? All right, can, uh, we could drop that if you wanted, but you need, what she said there is very vital. I mean, uh, I do, uh, I wondered why I was hit so hard in regard to some, a friend of mine who was divorced re recently, and I, I almost doubled over. I was sitting over here, and I thought, oh my God. Well, that's not Bill Greer. Bill Greer is hard. He, he's in love with himself, and everybody else ought to serve me, you know? <laughs> and, 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 but when I care about anybody else, I know that I'm getting help, and I know that there is a spark of light, you know? I, I, one of these days on Zoom, I'm gonna do this. There's a song that's very important for all of us. It's dangerous. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. Well, <laughs> you know, God, you had to be kind of old to remember that. Your son is looking at me like a moron. He wasn't there. He didn't know what I'm talking about. I'll sing it to you sometime when we're alone. But, but God wants to burn everything and by fire and by his sword, he's pleading with me. He's pleading with you to be all and perfectly in. Let's ask that question. How do you know or, that you're all and perfectly in or can you? Okay, let's look at it another way. This might help you. 
Uh, I've been married 67 years. I talk to people who've been divorced, got a lot of relatives who've had three girls, uh, two, you know, and, and it's kind of unimaginable to me, but have I had those days? Yes. Uh, Betty likes to quote uh, Billy Graham's wife, divorce, no, murder, yes. <laughs> and she thinks that's funny. Well, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't get a kick out of it, but <laughs> nevertheless, I have some level of understanding, can I say. <laughs> now, tell me this, darlings. What is it, what is it about this being all in? Now, we really need to be brutally honest. If you're not, I'll go upstairs and, you know, read some bad news. Anyway. No, well, today we, you can't even say I'm all in. Well, excuse me. Well, uh, would you get up here at the thing? Move, move up here behind the thing so they can hear you. You still look good. Come on. How many did not hear her? Raise your hands. Oh, Dick. <laughs> no, that, that, that's a central point. And, 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 and your relationship with friends. I have a friend, uh, and I consider him very vital as a friend. And I told him he's a smart aleck, uh, know-it-all, uh, caustic, and papal. That's what friends do. They tell each other the truth. <laughs> I think all in is progressive. Yeah. Progressive. That, that's a very important word for it. Yes? I think the first question you had was, um, what, why are we here? Yeah. That's why we're here, I think. So that we can learn to be all in. Sure. Because when, when Alice, when I came to the Lord, it was like, whoa, what can God do for me? I'm going to yeah. escape yeah. And all the things that um, most of humanity had it is, you know, they're under a curse, whatever. He's going to make my life better. He's going to bless me. What? He's going to bring me to heaven. Well, that's not what God's all about by himself. He, he is bringing us through conditions and circumstances, it's like the best of times, worst of times being here. Yeah. I mean, we are, he brings us here because we have one another. That is a blessing. That is absolutely phenomenal. You look at the loneliness in the world, you look at what's happening out there, he's expanding our tent pigs above and beyond nuclear families to his idea of a family. But he's also bringing us through, and we all have our different areas of group He's bringing us to a place where we know we need God, and we, we, where, where no matter what he does, what he brings us through, he's always going to be a faithful God, and he's going to, and, and, and to the place where, and I'm not there yet, but I think he's... What do you mean, you're, where aren't you? I'm not where I'm all in yet, where... Uh, why? On, no matter what he does, no matter what happens to me, the most important thing is that I am not separated from him. That's true, but tell me why you're not all in, because that's important for well, the kids. I think, okay, I'm kind of like, I'm all in as much as I can be all in right now, but it's a, it's a progression. What Betty said was vital. It's every day as a commitment. Yeah. I, you know, you, you can only deal you know, today, if you hear his voice, someone should write that down, circle it, put five stars under it, because that's what the Lord, that's all he can expect of you, because you do not, you can't deal with yesterday and tomorrow is not here. Okay, and I'm fed up with you because uh, you're an intimidating guy, you get like, broken up and you come back like Superman. You know? <laughs> Isn't that right? Does it, I mean, doesn't bother Dave, he's kind of on that line, but <laughs> I, thought, I came back and I, th I thought of you on the trip and I thought, gee, I gotta call him. I didn't need to call you, my goodness, you got up and are walking around, isn't it? He's probably gonna climb one of these little mountains around here. Yeah. What? All right, I'm sure you do. You're still obnoxious with all that strength, I mean. <laughs>
I'm, I love the guy I know. <laughs> Betty, see, Betty's an evangelist. And my calling is to mess up comfort. Except mine. <laughs> anyway, what, what now? I, I agree, and 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 God knew when um, when Agnes and Elizabeth and I said we do, we hadn't. We were clueless about what we were doing, and that's true of everybody who's married. It has to be today, if you hear His voice. Are you going to be a husband? Are you going to be the smart, elegant, selfish guy? You can't be. Almost slipped there, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Come on up here. You can. You can lead this. So, so God has shown me. He's bringing me to a place where I don't care what you can do. I mean, I care. I know what I can do. I'm not wanting to be with him because of what he can do for me or mine, but because I just want him, yeah. no matter what. That's what well, I you want to want that, but yeah. uh, you didn't answer the question. And this is a vital, we want to we want to kind of get this clear. Why aren't you all in if you're not? That's all you need to know. If you say, God, if, if you ask God for the craving thirst, you know, because the children of Israel had the rock all the way through, and they still didn't do it, because God was letting them be a bad, a good example of a bad example, the law, and we couldn't do it. But we're still filled with, out of my way, I can do this, you know. And, and no matter how many times we talk about it, the law of the spirit of life has made you free. The encyclopedia of darkness comes there and you think, I'm not good enough. You never were. You will be because he said so. What he says is final. And we argue with God over finality, which is just double dog stupid. Sorry to yell it. Betty said you were yelling too much. I got a, I got a critique after this stuff. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, I'm thirsty. And I, 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 it's boring to be around people who aren't. And I'm boring when my thirst is kind of, well, I got the answer. Because, you know. And that's, this is the whole point, I think, of Bobby's emphasis. God will, will, if you keep asking, bring you down to the, a small flicker of, of light, and you will not care. You will not care. And your theater system will go, your mask will go, and you'll just be you know, in a terrible state which is the best state you've ever been in. But we, with the preserving of dignity is, is a dangerous thing. The preserving of position is a dangerous thing. Go ahead, you want, did you wave or just scratch? Okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say what Don said, we don't know what all in is. We know what all in isn't, but we're not all in, but we know what God brings you like working out or in a relationship and marriage, you think you're all in and you're like, wow, sure. I'm not all in. Yeah. No, I'm not all in. Right? Yeah, and I think that's a, that's a good... Uh, um, but you know when you're not. Yeah. See, well, I don't know that you... I think there you have to be careful. Well, you know that God points out areas in your life where you, you have not fully committed and given over in areas. Right? You know your weaknesses, you know the areas you need to work on. But then you realize he opens it up again, you go, oh my goodness, there's more. <laughs> well, that, that's a, a good um, defense for a brother, but he, he's right. Uh, I think I'm all in, and God says, well, you still have those thoughts, I can take care of all of them. 
I can't. We were driving down the road. Diana wanted to, you know, she won't be satisfied to sit up there and, you know, take care of her legs. She forced me to take her on a trip around there. And so we went down to the gravel pit, and on the way, Diana, what did we see more than anything else? Were you with me yesterday, Diana? <laughs> what? Well, what did we see more than anything else on the way to the gravel pit? Why? Butterflies. Well, okay, I'm going to be silly, and I want the children to hear this, because this is me, because I say that God is constant. And every minute, every second, He's available. And I know He is, but He doesn't always show it as clearly. And the butterflies represent what? Change. And what else do they represent to me? I mean, to me, they represent all the thoughts and the mystery of God and the things that I can't gather. I'll sit down after this and the devil will give me a script on what we didn't say. And you, you don't represent the love of God at all, mister. You are a low-down, yellow-bellied sapsucker. And if I listen to that, I, I am not all in. I mean, if it takes me. I was all in, and Nelson's punch. Why, yeah, today I am, and I think, oh, am I? Well, God will see. Because, let's sing this. I'll start it, you help me. Every rung goes. You weren't singing, you, you just said it. We're a worshiping crowd here. We've got a reputation as singers. Every rung goes. Yeah, and, and you get up there, and I get up there and I say, oh, this is high enough. I'm 88. <laughs> We've done a lot of stuff, and I haven't done anything that, pardon? No, no go ahead. I was just going to say, the, the all-in looks a lot like uh, dependence. Yeah, and uh, I, can't, I can't produce all-in. Um, i got to ask for all-in. Every day. He doesn't seem. He doesn't seem to give all in overnight. Yeah. He seems that he takes his time to yeah. answer. Yeah. Okay, but here, let me argue it just for a second. What if the three of you are sitting here right now, and you have a promised resurrection, and you're so Dusseldorf dumb, you don't know it. He has to keep you that way, or you'd be swollen. I'm fairly sure Bobby is going to make it. He may not do it on this side, you know? I don't know. We do not have, <laughs> I mean, I'm my worst enemy, and so are you. But I believe maybe the last millisecond before you're resurrected, and that's what I'm saying to the younger people here, you may think, oh my, you may have a hang down. God is gonna be big time, whether you feel that way or not. It's not a feeling. It's not a feeling anymore. It's without feeling. And this is where most people are. And my, I have a, a relative who took LSD with um, uh, Alice Huxley. Betty's uncle, beautiful man. Uh, really, he was a Christian at one time. And I think He's probably uh, being dealt with on the other side. But Aldous, Aldous Huxley talks about the world that's changing and we will have an opera. He was talking about a machine that we held and we could get any feeling from the theater that was coming our way. Feeling. I want to feel God. And that's a problem.
because we're in a place now, for some, no feeling. Now, occasionally, the Holy Spirit will break through, and please hear this, because this has to have some balance in it. If you do the right thing, or you're getting dealt with, and you lean on God, you're gonna understand shalom like you never have. If you're in a whole new territory, way up on a different step, you will find that God will magnify your response by some feeling, some awareness that you have not known. This is boring largely because we're looking, we come up here and everyone, I was listening today and, and we get into a couple of songs. Everyone, you know, and <laughs> Our worship, our praise, is not going to get us there. The word we've known is not going to get us there. What will get us there is the commitment and the offering of ourselves every day to say, Lord, I'm all in as much as I know. And he will show us, eh, <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> Well, and I was also, Diana, thinking about all the thoughts that I can't gather, but God can. Now, he can give me a laser fire of focus. But I, I, my soul likes to look at stuff. I, you know, I got the news, you know, who, who's this, who's that. I mean, some of the people that I know, they, they, they're on their phones every second of the time. They can't walk into a room without their phone. I mean, Google, Google, here's my Google. Oh, no, 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 no. So he tells you everything. And, and you know, I've preached, you've heard me say it, preach very strong about this thing of, uh, of our uh, uh, glutton, gluttons for information. And on the trip I sat down and I found myself just looking, thinking, gathering info when I could have been, could have had the time to go to a quiet place, which is the most important thing you do to get under the Spirit of God and listen. And you have to ask for that too. If I said the most important thing for you is to be a listener, you, you can listen, listen. I'm, I'm making you work again. You can't listen. None of this we can do. That's why the, the word on humility is significant. He's going to take you down. Do you think, how do you think David was? When David walked out there and Abishai or whatever his name was, uh, you know, called him names. Was it, it was Shimei, yeah. And, uh, but but the, his warrior that said, I'll take his head off. I mean, I love that, but I shouldn't. <laughs> if you ever want to see somebody's head plop, yeah, of course, you're filthy in your nature. A lot more than you think. Oh, I'd never do that. Yes, you would. And, <laughs> but David said, uh, no, 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 perhaps. Perhaps the Lord will see this day and receive me. He didn't say, I'm received. Now, this is the dangerous point. Hope is not in us, but it's in the movement of the Spirit of God toward us to lead us into all truth. And when you lose hope, I was talking to Gary Vincent the other day, and please pray for him too. Uh, he, he says, I'm, I'm without hope. And I said, well, you're without God then. You're without God. Well, not really, because you can be stupid and, you know, put yourself in a car wreck, rolled over in the hospital and tripled traction, and God still is going to take care of you, okay? But you do not grow if you do not believe that God is forever present and available. That's the, that's the central issue. All right, anybody, you want to clean this up, Bobby? Get up here and say anything. Huh? No, I...
get these people out of here before they become more religious than they are. <laughs> David, you want to say something? Anybody? Dave, you're good. Conclusions, come on. Just summarize as much as you can or whatever you want to add. Well, I don't know if this is germane to the point or not, but uh, I can tell you what I've been thinking about and it semi goes along with this. I've uh, actually been thinking about the uh, the prodigal son, and I, I hate the story of the prodigal son um, because I can't identify with the part of the prodigal son at all. I identify with the part of the older brother in the house. He's and uh, No, I know. No, I know he is. Um, I'm not saying one of them is more ugly than the other. Uh, the, I only can identify with that because that sometimes feels like, I mean, I born in community, raised in community, never left community at any time, serving in the house. And the prodigal son comes back, he gets the ring, he gets the robe, he gets the fatted calf to celebrate with his friends. And the older brother is working in the field, getting it done every single day. And what I thought about though, the, the father comes out and he talks to the older brother and he says, Everything I have is yours. It wasn't, the whole point of the story to me is it comes back around to, it wasn't even the stuff. It wasn't the ring, it wasn't the robe, it wasn't the fatted calf, it was the father. He was missing out on the father. He had the father every single day. He had the father, he had the access. That, that was the whole underlying, that was the whole foundation and he missed the thing, which was the father. And I don't think we want to go out and do our own thing. We can go out and do our own thing, living right here, never leaving and going, doing anything. Don't miss out on the benefit and the life that is the father. Not the ring, not the robe, not the calf, not the party, the father. Don't miss out on the father. Okay, and I, it wouldn't be me if I didn't give you a problem, okay? Uh, turn to Proverbs chapter 8. And anybody, I mean, anybody wants to say something, feel free. I just, uh, that is a great line. Because he's constant, and he, the, the lot. So when I saw that, David, first time when he says, "And you, you've always been with me, and yet to not know the one that's always been with you." And you know, I, I had some foolish idea, wanted to write a book about past experiences because God has haunted me, and I know He's been there, and I've been so stupid about it. You know, that's awful. Anyway. In Proverbs 8, now this is not, this is, this is kind of, um, and I, I want, um, Vicki, uh, this is, I mean, I, I, every once in a while the old uh, teacher in me rises up. Ron, are you there? Yeah, I see you. And uh, <laughs> I barely see him. <laughs> the guy's old, he can't see. Um, I want you to, to remember what I'm saying now because it's, um, uh, it's not complimentary, okay? And it, and it includes me, it's all of us. To a great extent, and, and a great extent, and it appears at times, and there's evidence to support that what we're doing here is more conforming to carnality, to the world, to achievement on a natural plane than really 
the depth of the spiritual life. Now, is that cruel? Is it cruel? I mean, the financial situation here is overwhelming. I haven't, I haven't had any takers, but uh, I say, look, we've got a million air miles, or lots of them. You want to go somewhere? You want to come up? Bring your wife up? We'll see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd sure like to do that sometime. I can't buy people, you know, to come up. And uh, I'm even so, so wild, and David will check me and say, no, you're not. Um, but there's some guys down in California right now that I like to have come up here and just share their lives and their, their foibles. I knew the guys, they were far ahead of me, and now they're 70 years old and I call them pot-bellied prophets. They're more than that, and it seems like they're coming out, and that's one of the reasons I went to California. But we have proven that we can make money, we can build, we can do the things, and it's, it, it, it has an effect, and it stops you from being quiet and getting with God, if that's the prime movement of this calliope, of this merry-go-round. Okay? Because we're to keep going. All right? Now here, here's what, and, and I, I also have a solution today. In Proverbs 8, go down to verse 18. Because this is the reception. This is what is yours. Beyond the money. Beyond the accomplishments. Beyond the plaudits of the system. I really believe that if I got a couple of the big boys from Microsoft and from uh, Google and a few, uh, even maybe a couple of others, and I said, um, I want to fly you guys up, give you a dinner of uh, crab. I want you to buy our place. We've got a big tab on it, you know. Because we, there, there's no question, you as a people have had great natural accomplishments. With Bobby, is that right? It's overwhelming. I mean, and this is what takes your breath away. And, and Betty being the evangelist is a lot sweeter than I am. I know you don't know that. I knew you needed me to tell you. But, uh, and, and and it, it helps with some balance. Because all of us want to rush forward in our soul life and accomplish. I gotta be something. I said something to somebody there, no, no, I don't wanna, this is what I'm gonna be. And you know, my mother lied to me, my dad did too, be something. And God said, be nothing. Totally contrary. Poor parents can't help themselves. So here it is. Here's what you, you already have. You already have this. It's yours, and you will claim it. And, and uh, I, I, it, I am a negative. Sister Betty says you're too negative. Well, so was Churchill. Hitler was positive. I'm taking over the world for a thousand years, we're going to rule. And what did Churchill say? No, you won't. Never. Never happened. He was negative. So sometimes that negative thing isn't so terrible. But hear it. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold. And all the <laughs> trips around the world you can do. Yea, then fine gold. And my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the path of judgment that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance. And David, that's exactly what you were talking about. When our love for the Father is greater than our love for the world and mine isn't, that's where I'm working, that's what I want. I want to dash any affection or any adhesion of this earth and only God can bring me to that. I can say it nice. I can preach it smoothly. 
but it's until it's in my guts and I can walk away alone, regardless of who's with me, I'm not really in love with the Father. And if I love this world, I don't have it. It's not there. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way, that's Christ. Before his works of old, I was set upon from everlasting from the beginning or ever the worth the earth was. The Christ that you have come into, the Son of God that you are in, that you have been made a walking son from the power of God that's above, that's, that's in you this instant, was there for every called son and every generation from the beginning. And this is what is being said here. Listen to it. I, that's Christ, I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning or ever the earth was. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with wonder. And let me just say this, folks. Who brought him forth? Who did that? Your father. Your father gave you a sacred sonship to live in and be connected with him. God help us to be choosing any other stuff, you know. God help all of us. Bow your heads. Father, we thank you for today and we thank you for one another and we thank you that uh, <laughs> when we talk about durable riches, we, these are all gleaming, uh, evanescent things. We, we do like money in our wallet. We do like cars that run, planes that fly. And our head has been set on this world. God, you're the only one that can extricate the deep bite that we have in this world, the eyes that wander, the, the heart that is uh, We thank you for, for giving us the understanding that being all in is today. And help us to hear your voice for Jesus' sake. And everybody said, help, OK?